Hey, what's up? It's Ben Rocho, episode 79. I'm hanging out here. It's Bill uh, on an Easter Sunday is when I'm recording because boy, has it been a week. My God, has it been a week. But uh got to stick to the schedule here and get this episode out. And so we're hanging out. I got some fun stuff here. This is going to be a much more relaxed episode than last time's <laughs> gargantuan Final Fantasy 14 rant. Um, so let's just jump right in. Uh, I'm going to start off with a quick little dead wrong here. It's false. No way. Not this time. We created it. Not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Uh, so last episode, I called episode 78, episode 79, because the schedule got all fucked up. And so I can't count and the numbers were wrong. Uh, so I apologize for any confusion. If you were listening to an episode titled episode 78 and you have my dipshit ass continuously saying episode 79. So you have not entered a time loop. This is, in fact, the correct episode 79. I'm sure you were all very, very confused by that. Uh, because definitely, let me tell you, it was confusing for the folders on my computer. Holy shit. So, um, but I do have to say I made absolutely no errors in the Final Fantasy 14 rant because I was correct in a technical and a moral sense. So no errors there to be reported. Um, let's move into a dating is dead, which you have, we haven't done for a long time. This is also probably Mounds of Madness. So I'll just play that as well. Um, if I can find that fucking button. Sure, because I don't have one for the dating is dead, I just realized, and so I'd have to make that. Put it on the to-do list. So this is the part of the show where we talk about how fucking bonkers internet uh, dating culture is nowadays. Um, and so lately, uh, I tried a different app because as we previously discussed on uh, some episodes a very long time ago, uh, we discovered that uh, the main the main dating apps, they are all owned by the same company. It's like eHarmony Tech or whatever their whole corporate conglomerate is called. Uh, so they own Tinder, OkCupid, Bumble, all the main ones, Hinge, all the main, all the main players. And so they've all kind of just morphed into, you know, the swiping, the swiping game where you swipe people. Uh, and and I, we, we've discussed how I find that uh, to be a bit of an issue. It's, it's like going through a calendar, a calendar, a catalog of people. It's like shopping for a, a car or a new sofa. And you're just like looking for tiny little defects that people have. Um, it's, it's, it's rough out there. And so I heard about this other app, um, called, uh, coffee meets bagel. And it's a terrible name for a dating app. It's a terrible name for anything, I think. Uh, and, but they're not owned as of, as of now, <laughs> who knows what happens because it seems like, it seems like they all just get, uh, purchased by this conglomerate in the end. Um, but for now they are their own sort of siloed application and the the difference here is that they're like, oh yeah, we don't we don't do swiping, uh, which is kind of bullshit. Um, it's technically not swiping, but it's sort of the same action where you're you're either saying yes or no to a person. It's just not the actual swiping motion. So it's basically the same thing, you know. Um, but their their whole gimmick is that uh, we'll send you a, a selection of people every day, and then that's that's what you get each day. And so it does kind of alleviate like the sort of like TikTok brain of where you're constantly scrolling through a, a list of people and it just keeps going on and on and on. And it's like you keep going because you're like, oh, well, what if I find somebody uh, slightly more appealing or better or whatever kind of gross adjectives you could apply to hum human beings? 
I guess. And so I guess this is one potential solution is that like, oh, we'll send you like, I don't I don't know what the number is. It's like 10 or maybe a dozen people a day and you can decide if you would like to. It's the same thing, though, but like it's like you're still saying yes or no if you like a person. Uh, so it's like it, it it all boils down to the same kind of thing, doesn't it? So I've been trying that out and I can't tell if it's and I got to be careful here. <laughs> I always got to be careful, but I got to be careful here. I can't tell if it's the area that I'm in or if it's like something that I missed in the marketing of the app or something. But um, I, I'm, I, I see about 95 to 98 uh, percent Asian people, uh, like Asian and then South Asian people. And that isn't necessarily like obviously not a bad thing. Right. You know, it's, you know, whatever. But like, again, it could be the area I'm in right outside New York City, you know, um, and also there is like uh, I live in an area where there is a bit of a, a South Asian population in uh, like a count, like a county or two over, you know. Uh, so like, again, that could be part of it. But like it's a it's a very high, very high concentration that that, that I am getting in the the I don't know what the, I guess they call them bagels, which is really odd, but, you know. To refer to people as anytime you refer to people as something other than people, I get skeeved out. But so you get your you get your selections every day. And for me, it's about, again, 95 to 98 percent Asian and South Asian people. And it's like, OK, fine. But then I'm just kind of worried that, like, I am using uh, a, an app that is like geared towards, you know, Asian people looking for Asian people. And I'm just sort of like infiltrating, you know, the club. And I'm like, I like I should it's it's a place where I'm really not supposed to be. So I feel a little uncomfortable for that. And it's um and it's also like if that is the actual like uh marketed client base for this app, you know, because there's like what I don't know if these are still in in business. You know, there was like commercials like, I don't know, 15 years ago for black people meet and, you know, like things like that, like the apps geared towards specific demographics. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just like, am I, am I, am I not supposed to be here? You know, am I, <laughs> did I miss something in, in the marketing of the application or, or what? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little, it's a little odd. Um, and then on the other side of it, it's like, well, oh, there, here's this white boy, you know, it's like, <laughs> is this, is this just a, another white guy with an Asian fetish? Like, like, I, <laughs> This is just me being so hyper self-conscious and like self-aware to a, a painful degree. Where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't be here. Like this, this is what this is what I'm going to be perceived as <laughs> using this app just because of what I am experiencing. And it just could be because of the area that I live in. Like there's just a high, a high concentration of, you know, Asian and South Asian people. So it's like, yeah, that's just what's in your area, dipshit. So it's like, yeah, that's what you gotta find. It's like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> like the simplest solution is, of course, always like the most relevant one. But in my head, I'm like, nope, shouldn't be here. Like, this isn't for me. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just barging in. So, so that's what's uh, been going on there. Um, it, 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 you know, it's kind of similar to all the other ones. It's, I guess, closer to like Hinge, where it, it gives you some specific questions that you answer and that becomes your profile rather than you like trying to fill out an about me uh of just like general you know likes and dislikes but i i'm i'm already running into situations where it's like i don't think i know enough about 
people to make uh, 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 a judgment on whether we will be compatible just in terms of like, what am I going to talk to you about? I need to know some kind of like level of like basic interest, right? You know, uh, I need something to go off of so I can make conversation because I'm just terrible at it. But that's a, that's a wholly separate issue. Um, yeah, that's what's been going on. <laughs> Dating apps. It's weird out there. It's weird. Uh, yeah, so I will I will continue to use it. Maybe it's just like a glitch in the algorithm as well, where it's like, I, I liked one Asian person. And so they're like, oh, yeah, OK, so that's your thing, huh? And so then now that's just all it is. That's just that's just the experience of the app. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it'll be refined as I use it for a, a quite extended period of time. Um, and again, it's like it's not an, an issue. I just found it. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting. I just thought it was like a, a general dating app. And it still could be. I could just be a colossal idiot. Uh, just just the biggest moron. Um, Anyway, that's dating is dead for this time. Let's do a quick artificial insanity. That's still too funky. I got to edit that one. That one's too funky for me. Um, so I saw this uh, on my feed and I saw that Italy has banned chat GPT. And uh, this is quite interesting because we previously discussed uh, Italy cracking down on AI whenever they cracked down on the replica AI chat bot uh, erotic role play service, I suppose, um, because there was no restrictions placed on uh, children using the app and also uh, like data collection. They were collecting data on children. They were basically not adhering to like uh, GDR, GDPR. So and I believe uh, something similar is going on to going on here. Um, and so the uh, Italian Data Protection Authority uh, gave OpenAI 20 days as of April 3rd uh, to address their concerns, and they blocked it uh, because of, again, privacy concerns. Uh, apparently, Italy isn't convinced that the uh, OpenAI and ChatGPT complies with the GDPR, and uh, they say that it's unlawfully processing user data. So and uh, and I didn't even know this. There was a, a data breach that uh, ChatGPT uh, suffered in in the last uh, month and leaked conversation history with user data and payment information. I feel like that should have been bigger news because I missed that completely. I had no idea that occurred. And there's a quote here um, from the Italian authority. Uh, there appears to be no legal basis underpinning the massive collection and processing of personal data in order to, quote, train the algorithms on which the platform relies. Um, yeah, it's fucking true. Um, and they're also, again, concerned about the uh, inability to detect the age of the users and prevent minors from using it. And apparently Google's barred AI uh, is available only to users over 18. But it's again, like, are they actually enforcing that through like a locked in Google account? And it's like, well, <laughs> we know how Google processes user data, right? They fucking have everything. So I would not trust a a Google-branded AI chatbot just because they block minors from using it. But it is just one point of uh, differentiation, I suppose. Um, and as of the 9th, I have not seen any update uh, and response from OpenAI and ChatGPT. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see, like, Italy be the spearhead of uh, privacy protections over... AI, uh, they took a stance even for something as, I guess, relatively obscure as the replica AI, you know, um, and then going after something uh, as huge as open AI. So it's good to see because, yeah, the, we don't 
we don't know what kind of actual mass like we know it's going to be a massive data collection we just don't know how much um and how it's processing that data and like we know that like they're just feeding these ai like any sort of information it can get its hands on we saw this with the uh, apple and spotify just taking voice actor data you know without any sort of just sneaking a clause in there we're seeing it all over so it's not surprising that chat gpt would just take everything you know and like leave nothing but the crumbs behind in terms of data so and uh that's going to be artificial insanity for this week uh let's visit the moogle awesome now i want to talk about the there's some persona news going on and so you know i can't skip that uh now there is a persona 5 mobile spinoff that was announced in the last couple of weeks and i'm going to be pulling some information from persona central one of my favorite sites and uh this was originally announced on march the 16th um and so it's uh, a chinese developed mobile game Focusing on uh, the Asian markets, but it's uh, officially licensed by Sega with involvement from Atlas. Um, it's a it's a free to play mobile game uh, set to release in China for Android, iOS, and also PC, which is interesting. And um, it's called Persona Five: The Phantom X, and it's uh, referred to as P5X. And we knew we knew that there was some kind of project or game using P5X based off of trademarks and uh, trademark renewals. And we there was some leaks of a Chinese game that looked like it was ripping off Persona and nobody n quite knew what it was. And that was about maybe a year or two years ago. And uh, it was written off as just like a, a, a Chinese, you know, IP theft ripoff. Uh, it turns out that was actually <laughs> early, early work on an officially licensed Persona game. And um, I got a lot of problems with this. I have a lot of problems with this, mostly because of the, um, well, one, it's a gotcha game and gotcha games suck. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, and it's one, it's a mobile game. The, the nice thing is that it's on uh, PC. The other thing is that we have no idea if it will be coming to the West. They're focusing on the Asian markets. Um, it's actually, it was actually not quite clear uh, at the original announcement, whether this would even be coming to Japan, all the which is which is kind of silly when you think about it, because the trailers that dropped for it had um, Japanese subtitles and Japanese voice acting. So it's like, how would this not be coming to Japan? But at the same time, they there was no there was no official word on whether it was going to be released in Japan. It was only focusing on the the Chinese the Chinese market. Um, and so uh, we originally knew this game as Codename X, and it it looked like uh, it looked like a ripoff game, uh, like it was trying to be Persona Five. Uh, it didn't have the same um, branding or like the color scheme was just slightly off, and so everybody was convinced that oh, this is a mobile game, and at the very the very minimum, maybe there would be some kind of Persona Five tie-in, which uh, Atlas loves to do tie-ins with mobile games with Persona Five. Like they'll just throw Joker as a gotcha in whatever, uh, you know, random mobile game they're, they're being, uh, you know, they're partnering with on a, on a given month, really, uh, they're all over the place. So it just seemed like that was, that was the case until this sort of came out of nowhere. Um, and they're billing it as a, 
sequel to Persona 5, because of course they are. And the issues for me start off with the fact that it just looks like like the fact, even though the fact that it's fully officially branded, they're using the UI from Persona 5 now. Um, they have all the stylistic elements of Persona 5. It still just looks like, uh, mom, can I have Persona 5? Oh, we have Persona 5 at home. And this is the Persona 5 at home. Like it looks it looks busted and not a you know, not in a good way. Like there's just something off about it. And it might be the fact that it's like retooled from a game that wasn't going to be an official Persona game and then suddenly became one when they got access to official Persona assets. Like they're they're now just like going through the same the same areas as in Persona 5, but with a cast you don't know. And they kind of replace the original cast. Like they're just it's just knockoff. It just looks it looks cheap while at the same time util- utilizing the official assets of Persona 5. Um, yeah, like everything from like just like sort of shoehorning in uh, a mascot character that looks exactly like the owl from Soul Hackers, by the way, which also just shoehorned in a mascot character. It's I don't know. It like doesn't sit right. Like all the characters kind of look the same to each other and their personas are just sort of like versions of themselves. Even the velvet attendant is just sort of like, this is my OC, you know? It just doesn't sit right. <laughs> like I know I keep saying that, but it just doesn't something something's bad. And so we know it's a gotcha game. Um, we don't know exactly how the gotcha will work, other than the fact that uh like the weapons dealer from P5 is there and he he's sort of like the, the one of the meth like one of the gotcha vectors for like opening weapon cases in some way. So like weapons will be gotcha. Um so there was a beta, but the beta was in Chinese. Uh, and people were still able to get their hands on it uh, outside of China. Um, and so there was there was like fade feedback from the beta uh, and they addressed some of that. So the uh, the plot uh, and again, this is from Persona Central uh, player feedback on the plot included abrupt developments, fast pacing and weak characterization, among other things. The producer acknowledges that these are significant problems with the current script. Additionally, many key plot points uh, are currently reflected in the game's 2D and 3D animations most of which are still in development and therefore are not fully presented to players in the, quote, infiltration test, resulting in the uh, plot feeling fragmented. Atlas's Kazuhisa Wada and the original development team attach a lot of importance to the game's script, and with their supervision, they hope to provide players with a more exciting narrative. Okay, so the game is, like, this game's story is janky, but, like, why is that surprising? It's a fucking mobile game, and it's just sort of, like, following the beats of E5. And this is the issue that I have with even uh, P5 Strikers, which also builds itself as a sequel to the original game when it's just sort of rehashing Persona 5 again, you know? And like, I get that it's a spinoff and I get that it's not really important, but like, it's just kind of lame. It just sort of redo the same game again, but like a hollow version of it. And like, obviously this is just a mobile game, but it just, it just feels, it just feels really soulless. Oh, and also, uh, so they left in a ton of data that was unencrypted. And so people data mined the hell out of this beta and pulled a ton of shit out. Like the fact that like they pulled out, like that we now we know that there's gotcha in terms of the weapons dealer and all kinds of other like art bits and unused files, um, and so it's like, okay, like, why did you, <laughs> that's, that's your own damn fault for leaving in unencrypted assets that had nothing to do with the beta. You know, people are going to pour the hell over this because we don't know what the fuck it is. So, um, yeah, but it's just like Codename X was just like this generic thing. And there was like references to P5 in the website and everything. And but 
all that data was removed from the website whenever they originally announced Codename X. And the character like was wearing a mask like a phantom, phantom thief, but uh, had a completely different design. Like they were blue instead of, you know, black and red and uh, everything else. And so they said that the um, it was a mobile game based on the Persona series. You know, it was just it was just very confusing. And it's still confusing. Like the fact even though the fact that this is like an officially licensed game, it's still confusing. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just seems like a soulless version. Like some of the art is nice, you know, but again, it's just like it's like a bootleg version. Like it's not Joker. It's just this 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 other guy. Right. It's not Morgana. It's now an owl just because we have to have a mascot character. I don't know. Like it's not Yusuke. It's this other guy with bluish black hair. Oh, here is the blue guy. This I guess this guy was originally going to be the protagonist because he was in the art for the um for codename X before it was Persona 5X. But yeah, it's like, and it's going to be gotcha. So like, it doesn't matter. So like, you're going to be able to roll for Joker. You're going to be able to roll for on you're going to be able to roll for morgana like i don't know if i seem if i seem very pessimistic about this it's because i fucking am it's like they show a shadow version of like one of these antagonists and like he's just purple for some reason you know just because one of the one of the shadow versions of a character in persona 5 was purple but he was purple for reasons because he was like gluttonous you know like it fit the it fit the aesthetic and this guy is just like purple wearing a baseball hat like it's just like okay and then it's like oh yeah there's like the boss version of um kamashita just just there so you just fight him for some reason like yeah i mean like persona 5 is on everything now like there's kind of no excuse to not be able to play it i guess if you literally don't have any kind of console or a pc so if you only have a phone it's like okay fine you can now finally play persona 5 but just like this broke ass version <laughs> it's just and like some of the art is okay some of it's good and i think it's because they actually got uh soajima to do some of the art and like, you know, the, the, the demon design is like, yeah, that's that's just the demon design from P5. So, of course, it's going to look good. It's I don't know. And and again, like this, this is so inconsequential. Like this doesn't take away from the development of P6. You know, this is this is a Chinese uh, studio that's developing this. You know, it's just it just sort of like dilutes everything, though. Yeah, it's just mm, I just don't like it. <laughs> it kind of just boils down to that. I don't like it. Ugh. But then I saw this uh, just today, actually. Um, so there was going to be uh, today a an announcement for a uh, a live stream for the Persona Super Live 2022 Blu-ray and CD. And they teased some exciting news, which is always just getting you ready for disappointment when it comes to Persona and Atlas. And so everybody's like, oh, OK, are they going to do P6? No, of course, they're not going to announce P6 on on a, a random Sunday. On, on an Easter Sunday with no buildup or promotion for it. Why would they do that? There's there, why would they ever do that? Like, but, um, and then everybody's like, oh yeah, well, how about the P3 remake? No, same thing. Why would they do that on a random Sunday for the Persona Super Live 2022 Blu-ray and CD live stream? Why would that be the venue to announce like their next major game? Just, just, just P brains, P brains in the fan base. Uh, and of course, the the announcement was uh, new merch, new Japan exclusive merch. Looks like some keychains or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So there you go. <laughs> that was the exciting announcement. Um, but what's actually more exciting is that there's an odd, an odd leak that uh, came about in the in the comments of the the super live sort of news and it is a short video five seconds long no audio of a, a quite updated model of yukari 
from Persona 3 and her persona, which I forget the name of, even though I'm currently playing that game, uh, attacking an enemy in a, in a very flashy animation that appears to be either a uh, like a, a version of like a Showtime skill from Persona 5 or uh, like a critical hit animation where she where she shoots a bow at, I think, a Garuda enemy, it looks like. Um, and so we've never seen this model before. Uh, people have looked. It is not the same as the Yukari Persona 3 dancing model. It looks to me, it looks as if she's in the P5 engine. And this is it's it's too it's too well done for it to be a mod. The way the camera angles change, uh, the 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 sort of particle effects around her, the persona model for sure. Like if somebody could uh, like people can import um, models from like persona dancing and put them into into games, but not with the level of like creating in engine cutscenes with this level of detail. So the large question is, what the fuck is this and where did it come from? <laughs> what is it <laughs> and where did it come from? Um, it looks as if it's from some kind of like sizzle trailer. And my cynic mind immediately thought, well, this has got to be for the gotcha game, right? She looks to be in an area reminiscent like it could if you squint, it could be an updated Tartarus. But it's like this could just as easily be a kind of P5 dungeon. There's nothing that immediately sticks out to me as I watch this five second clip on a loop over and over and over again that sticks out to me that could be Tartarus. Ah, uh, so the yeah, so the cynic in me immediately says this is from the gotcha game. You can get Yukari in a gotcha pull, and this is one of her attacks. Um, because but the UI, like she's doing damage, the UI does not match. It does not quite match Persona Five. It's not stylized, but it matches the color scheme where the health bar on the enemy is that teal blue from Persona Five, but it's not like the the heart damage, the the, the heart health bar from Persona Five, and the the damage numbers aren't really stylized. They're like basically like an aerial font. So it's like, okay, well, you know, it could just be in development, right? So part of me really believes that this is just from the gotcha. On the other hand, I think it's too high quality. I think it's too high quality. I think it's too high quality for the gotcha. And I think it's too high quality. It's definitely too high quality for a mod. If it's somebody's mod, this would be all that they've been working on. And even so, Persona 5, because this has to be a Persona 5 mod, just came to PC in what, January? No, in, in, in the fall. So it would it would have to be all they're working on. And this is literally all they've got for the mod. And even then, why would the why would the damage numbers be and why would the health be so different if it's if it's a P5 mod? Um, OK, so this is interesting. So the person that posted this um, update, special thanks to anonymous user DM for this. So it seems this was part of footage from Sega Japan's internal meeting held in 2021. Japanese characters on top reads uh, footage in development. Oh, and there's music this time. Okay, there's Sonic Frontiers. Okay, and Jet Set Radio. Is that P3 music? It's five seconds, it's like... And the fade-in is weird. It doesn't start until like two seconds into the... So that's apparently unseen 
Sonic Frontiers footage. Sorry, I'm like finding out more information live here. Okay, there's a there's a shot of Earth from space, and that's apparently from Oops, this long video. Hold on. There's Sonic. Jetset Radio. And then at the end, and at the end, there's like a flash of Earth from space before the video cuts out. And that's apparently from Super Monkey Ball, which was announced last year or came out last year. Announced in 2021. Okay. Seems like people care more about Jetset Radio than Sona 3. Oh, this guy fixed the audio desync. Hold on. No, it doesn't matter that much. Okay. So uh, I talked previously about how there were rumors, big rumors of a full-on Persona 3 remake. And when I discussed them, I said that it didn't make sense for them to release the ports of Persona 3 Portable and then to say, hey, we're remaking the game that we just released. Um, but I still, I still believe that. But the same reasons why I said it didn't make sense to remake Persona 3 actually apply as reasons for why they could remake Persona 3. And I, th 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 I'm not trying to play both sides here because I, I generally didn't think that they would attempt to remake Persona 3 at all, ever. Like, I, I just didn't think that they would go through the, the development of from the ground up remaking that game, even if this does appear to be in P5's engine, because just be just because of the the like, that's just a whole brand new game. I just figured they would focus on six instead. Um, but so so let's say that this is is real. Right. And they've uh, been developing Persona 3 remake for at least two years now, if this is footage from a meeting from 2021, right? Let's say this is the earliest earliest work that they have that they're showing off internally. Uh, so let's say two years, right? And it got greenlit, you know, internally, whatever. And so they're going ahead and they're remaking Persona 3. Uh, but in the meantime, right, they're, they're releasing uh, ports of Persona 5 Royal and Persona 4 Golden. You're immediately going to have fans saying, well, where the fuck is Persona 3? Where the fuck is Persona 3? Either portable or FES or whatever. And so you've got to port, you've got to port Persona 3 as well. And what you're going to do is you're going to port the newer version. You're going to port Persona 3 portable because that's the version with female protagonists that you're using in marketing that was in Persona Q2. It's the version that uh, it's the most recent version. I would imagine porting from the PSP would be easier to, to PC and newer platforms than the PS2 original game that was never that never saw any sort of HD uplift like Persona 4 Golden already did. So the port that would take the least amount of work in, in my eyes, again, not being a developer, would have been Persona 3 Portable. And it also makes sense that that port had the least amount of work done to it if in the background you're already remaking the full game, probably with FES, which means it includes the journey, which is the original game, and includes the answer, which is the epilogue to the game. 
And it also includes content from Persona 3 Portable, which means the female protagonist, uh, the additional social links, um, battle enhancements. I mean, this looks like a completely different, I wouldn't say completely different battle system, but an updated battle system. Um, the, the reason why I think that this is either a Showtime ability or a critical hit animation is because in the original Persona 3, um, characters either attack with their physical ability, which is attacking with their weapon, or they attack with their persona. And here it appears that Yukari is attacking with her bow, but she has her persona behind her casting something. So that leads me to believe it's either some kind of Showtime ability or, uh, you know, whatever, or a crit, because in Persona 3, you get a, a different camera angle and animation whenever you uh, have a critical hit. Um, and again, if this is real, it would be super early ass footage, right? Which would explain why the damage numbers are like just fucking aerial font and in the color scheme of Persona 5 because it's in P5 engine. Um, so yeah, so you you release Persona 3 Portable for modern platforms with a bare minimum of work done to it. You may or may not have used an AI upscaler on some of the assets. You outsourced it to a, a third party with uh, supervision from P Studio. Uh, you don't uh, add any quality of life tweaks like uh, manual skill inheritance, like you added for the SMT Nocturne HD uh, remasters, which were uh, patched in later on, but they were still added. You don't do that for Persona 3 Portable because it doesn't matter if you're already remaking the game. And so this is the way that Atlas can have their cake and eat it too, and also double dip a little bit, a little bit. Persona 3 Portable was like, what, 30 bucks when they released it? I can't even remember because I just fucking bought it because I'm a fucking sucker. Um, I say that, but <laughs> I wanted to play the game. <laughs> I wanted to play Portable. Um... But so this is this was to alleviate the fans saying, well, where the hell is three if you're porting five and four to all the platforms? Where the hell is three? And without tipping your hand early to say, hey, we're remaking three because that's going to take forever. Right. Even if this was uh, like, I don't have any fucking timeline, but let's say it's greenlit in 2021, you know? It's going to take fucking forever. It's a full new Persona game, basically. Like, these are new models. You can't even necessarily use uh, Persona 5 Persona models either, or demon models, shadow models, whatever you want to call them, because they're all stylized for P5, unless they have, like, base base models that they they could. You know, I, again, I don't know. So you, so, you, so you put out the port for portable, the portable port. And in the background, you've got the remake up your sleeve. And so you also do that to alleviate, again, fan pressure or whenever you announce and release eventually this Persona 3 remake, because there will be a contingent of bitchers, whiners, moaners and complainers that will be upset with either the quality or changes or whatever that have been made to Persona 3 in a remake. Oh, now it's just like P5. Oh, they changed this. Oh, they changed that. Oh, this is missing. Oh, this isn't here. Whatever, because that'll happen. <laughs> I see it in my mind's eye as clear as day. I see the tweets if Twitter is still around. By the time that game releases, I can see them. I can see them in the replies to Atlas tweets. Why did you change this? Why did you do that? This voice actor isn't the same. This localization is terrible. 
all the same complaints about anything. So now at the same time, you can say, all right, you don't like the remake. Well, we already released Portable. Go back to Portable if you don't like the remake so much. We're not getting rid of the history. We put Portable on all the modern platforms. We didn't like bury that game in favor of a remake. So if this is real, and again, I'm not saying it is. I have no way of knowing. I don't think anybody does. Because again, this could have been spliced in. Like somebody found, like this This could This could easily be edited. You can just plop on some Japanese, uh, you know, some... Uh, kanji here that says development footage over top of some fucking sonic gameplay i i don't know about i don't know enough about jet set radio to know whether that could be like a fucking fan-made blender whatever or what but you could you could splice this all together you know oops you know like you could easily do that sorry i'm playing it again you know there's like not a sega logo anywhere and even if it was, like, it doesn't look like it's actually watermarked. Like, these, this kanji up here is just on top of the video. You can do that in Premiere in 30 seconds. So, and these are just random people online saying, oh, this is Sonic Frontiers footage we've never seen. Like, okay. Sonic Frontiers footage is unused content that was in old concept art. I mean, okay, maybe. Like, like you can never get your hopes up with this kind of shit. Who knows? This could be from another spin-off Persona game they're developing rather than <laughs> a Persona remake. Like, this could be from, you know, Persona Heroes, right? Another Musou game. Like, we, we have no idea. We've got no idea. But again, if this is real and they are developing a remake of Persona 3, I think they played it right with the port of Persona 3 Portable. And... If the remake happens, and I will happily say that I was wrong, but the same, but like the same reasons why it didn't really make sense for them to the timing. The timing was the real key here, because why would they immediately release three portable and then turn around and say that game you just bought? We're remaking it. That would suck. That would suck. So this is, again, going on the assumption, uh, the huge assumption that it's real. It's got to be super fucking early. And a game as large as Persona 3 will take more than two years to develop. Quit auto-playing the God Twitter video so ass. Just burn this website. It will take more than two years to develop, even if it is in P5 Engine, which again, on a, on a cursory glance, this video at least looks like it is, just based on the, the model proportions, the battle effects, the shading. So that helps. So it could be a similar case of P3 and 4 using the same engine, using a lot of similar assets. But I mean, look how long that took, right? That took two years at the time on the PS2. And it will now be four years since Royal or three years. I think it's four years. Four years since Royal. And how many years since Ace 5? It was 2015 or 2016. I can't count. But that long to, to produce another Persona game in the same engine. Because again, I'm I'm just going off of the assumption that if this is an internal sizzle reel, that this was used to like green light the project. And so if this is right, that this was 2021 at the earliest, they would be maybe two years in the development, maybe. So it's quite interesting. I was not prepared to uh, to see this at all, mm, you know, but yeah, I'll be keeping my eyes on it for sure. Okay, hi, this is uh, Editor Bill coming in here. Um, so, of course, as soon as I recorded, uh, more steam picked up with the Persona 3 leak. And the story is basically, it spread like wildfire. Uh, bigger outlets picked up on the story, which is not something that usually happens for uh, Persona rumors or leaks. 
And so this this feels like it's it's real. Uh, so Polygon picked it up, and their piece um, mentions reporting from Gamatsu, who says that a Persona 3 remake has been in development in Atlas for several years. Now, there was a rumor uh, a while ago that I talked about previously that said that the game was being made and had been for a little bit, but it was the kind of story that was just like there was nothing really backing it up, and it was only being reported on by like very very niche like rpg sites so to have larger sites sort of pick it up and to kind of almost say like oh yeah of course this is being remade and it has been for several years what you guys didn't know that is like okay all right sure so i just wanted to kind of slide in here and say that there is a lot more smoke coming off of this fire and uh there are some other details that uh, uh another another rumor saying that the p studio has split and half of them are working on the persona 3 remake and the other half are working on p6 which would make sense if you know this is a real thing and they were going to continue both projects simultaneously you know that would that would logistically make sense or, or you know if the whole studio would work on p3 and then move on to p6 but uh just from a standpoint of wanting to get new releases out there that that wouldn't you know make a lot of sense so um again that could just be like a, a very strong guess as to uh, the logistics of the internal studio, there's not really any evidence supporting that. And of course, Atlas is uh, keeping very quiet about all of this. But what also I find interesting is that uh, Atlas has not, or Sega even, has not taken down or DMCA'd any of this uh, leaked footage that has come out. And because it's it's sort of like a damned if they do, damned if they don't, again, where if they DMCA it, it's like, oh, okay, it's fucking real, right? Uh, so the fact that they don't means it can just sort of percolate and spread this way and, you know... We all lose our minds over it. Um, but the takes are coming in fast and furious. Uh, Twitter is a fucking hellscape. The Persona fan base is as dumb as ever. They can't, I can't stand reading what they what they type. It, it hurts my brain and my soul. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give a small update as I'm editing the episode because uh, yeah, this seems like it's it seems like it's real, and um, that's something. That's something, but um, all right, I'm going to get back to editing. And I think that's all I got for this week. A uh, bit of an odd one, but you know, I, I want to really try to stick to the schedule. Um, and things have been a little hectic behind the scenes here. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, you don't need to follow me anywhere or whatever, but um, uh, check out the Kofi page or I heard somebody pronounce it Kofi, which could be, but at the same time, like the whole thing is the buy me a coffee thing. So I thought it would be like Kofi like coffee but who knows i've never really heard it out loud before that so i don't know how you're supposed to say it but um check out the page um if you want to toss a couple bucks that way because uh, i'd really like to remove the ads off of the main site and that would be the uh main way of me being able to fund that because as it stands the the website is just a a money sink at the moment especially with hosting large audio and video files uh that just gets more and more expensive but um but yeah i appreciate you uh checking out the show uh check out the youtube full episodes clips all that stuff you can follow the podcast anywhere um give it a rating maybe on on either spotify apple podcasts uh wherever you can listen to the podcast and rate it i really appreciate you doing that and of course listening to the show so uh, i'll see you next time yeah that sounds like a good idea all right peace